This is Lash's Love and Life with Brock and Courtney. Hi guys, we're back for another episode and today's episode is 10 mistakes we've made in business and some tips to how you can avoid them. So we're really excited because being in business for 10, almost 10 years as a lash artist, then we evolved into a product and training company. So we have tips whether you're solo, you run a salon, or you're branching out into products and everything. So yeah, we've, we've learned that. a lot in that yeah, 10 years, so a lot of mistakes. A lot of mistakes, especially because we've done it mostly on our own up until like the last couple years getting help. So we've learned some mistakes, and we're going to help you guys avoid them. So first one is not knowing your details, and this could include so many different things but i'm just gonna go into a few of them product so yes with your product um with covid happening and not being able to get specific products and having the delayed products such as like adhesive lashes all those different things we had to scramble and look for other manufacturers who had the same quality, the same ingredients, and all those different things. But if you didn't know that, you wouldn't be able to. Well, and because we had to do that, we ended up running low on a lot of our stuff that we needed. And it's best to just have that on hand. That way, if one supplier goes down, you have another one already ready. And this could even be for like individual lash artists. So like if your company that you purchase from doesn't have a certain length or curl or whatever in stock because of whatever reason if you know what the lashes are made of then you can find consistency with another lash company so you just want to make sure that you know what you're getting where you're getting it all these different things um as far as a couple other things so financial details again you want to know what things cost so that way you can plan your inventory and all those different things um keep on top of those things just because if you don't have product to do lashes you're not going to be making any money and again this applies to any business if you don't have the supplies you need you won't be able to turn around and make more money right um the last detail is taxes i know I mean, I shouldn't say I know everyone hates taxes because I personally hate and dread taxes. Every quarter, it sucks. <laughs> but setting aside 30% for your taxes, whether you do it quarterly or annually, that's huge. Most of the time, you're typically going to have some leftover, so that way you have that little nest egg set aside um, if you're a self-employed lash artist or you own your own business um, setting aside at least that 30% again will give you that nest egg and then hopefully you get a little bit quote of a return back that yeah. you saved from that 30% so number one know your details number two um, being solely dependent on social media and email marketing well being solely dependent on social media right email marketing is like another aspect of that yeah so we learned in 2020 that we were solely dependent on instagram right and what happened in 2020 <laughs> with our instagram yeah then we got hacked we got freaking hacked and it was totally my fault 
there was like a collaboration email and they were like, click this link to look at our Instagram. We would love to work with you, blah, blah, blah. And it was like an Instagram handle and everything. Like it wasn't just some random link. And they, however they worked it on the back end, they were able to hack it. Um, so yeah, making sure you have like email marketing, review platforms. There's other ways like word of mouth is a is one of your best I mean, ways to get clients. clients. Well, that's how I built my business. Like the clientele, however many years They're ago. so loyal when yeah. you get them that way. And well, they can be loyal all the other ways too, but it's just you create a good, strong bond. For sure. Well, and like think about it. How many times are you scrolling through social media and somebody's asking for a recommendation of some sort, right? Like people trust people they know. And so word of mouth is huge. So to incentivize word of mouth, when it comes to building your business, you can do a referral program. And that can look like anything, whatever you decide is worth it for you. You could do a free brow wax if they refer five people you know, um, I did $5 off for everyone who had booked an appointment based off of their referral. So it's something that you can kind of play with, but a referral program is huge. Yeah. And then even just like creating relationships is another huge one. Um, create relationships with other lash artists, other business people that are creating businesses, because that'll help you go a long way. Yeah, because again, people get information from people they know, like, and trust, right? So if they get their hair done with Sue, then, and Sue is like, oh, this is the lash artist for you, then that will be This is the girl. Yeah, exactly. Um, So make connections. Make those connections. And then small things also, even like uh, local community boards, like those little pin boards that are at grocery stores. People still look at those all the time. Yeah, or your local rec center. Like, people love those. Like, yeah. Because those are in the locker rooms or on the way to the locker rooms. Like, you could just talk to them and see if you could put up a piece of paper with, like, your phone number and cutouts. Or even your business cards. Yeah. And, and that's also why creating a relationship is so important because it's easier to ask a friend for a favor than it is to asks a rando you know totally <laughs> a rando. <laughs> can you please it. put my business cards out yeah totally um let's see so you can actually team up with other beauty pros like we did kind of talk about this but you could talk to specifically like a massage therapist a spray tan girl uh um a hairstylist, whatever it may be, and you guys swap business cards to the point of where you guys have like their cards sitting out and then people will just see them at the checkout. Um, And then you could do billboards. So I know billboards can kind of seem like a big major expense, but I don't know if this is like a local Utah thing. I'm sure it's not, but there's a company called Blip Billboards and they'll sell you like 15 minutes. Yeah. Their billboard. Yeah. Throughout the day. Yeah. So then it's like little blips throughout the day and it ends up being like 10 to 20 cents per blip. So just look into that if you want to, which is awesome because then it's like the local, like 
people in your area. Yeah, exactly. Another thing locally you could do is like the Facebook groups and you could also do like a newspaper depending on your demographic of who you're trying to target. Um, and that's another thing. I didn't even add this onto this list, but know your target market within that, within your marketing. So yeah, it's so important. That's something else that we didn't even add. So I guess we're giving you a bonus tip. Mm -hmm. Um, okay. Number three. Um, so not having business boundaries. I really struggled with this for a lot of years. Yeah. But I would say this year has been a big huge growing year I think for a lot of different things but you've grown so much this year and have kind of put your foot down yeah you know what I'm saying well the thing is for me is I like I'm obsessed with lashes and so I really feel bad when people want to get in or they're like oh I have an event or whatever I like stretch the rules for certain people not even certain people just general people yeah well it's like your clients become your friends you know because you guys create big strong bonds with these girls so they become your friends it's harder to tell them no you know I it's I get it completely 100% and so my biggest recommendation is to put policies in place your very first thing whether you're a new lash artist like start with strict policies If you do not have policies in place, send out an update and say policies in effect as of March 1st. Well, what Courtney means by strict policies is like hold yourself accountable and hold them accountable. Like they don't have to be way strict. They just have, you just have to reach out to them if they don't follow these rules and. Right. Well, okay. So I'll tell you a horror story of not having policies. So. When our second child was born, our first son, he was like, "Mm, I don't even know, like a week, maybe 10 days old. And I was in my maternity leave and I had a client text me and be like, hey, I have a date tomorrow. I really would love to get my lashes done. And I was like, sorry, girlfriend, like I'm on maternity leave. I have you booked for this day. If that doesn't work, I like referred her to so many people beforehand but I reiterated like you can go to see so and so and so and so and at the time we were trying to qualify for our house so I only took like three weeks off anyways and so long story short the next day I saw her at Target from a ways away and I was with both of my kids getting school supplies for my daughter and I waved at her from afar but close enough that I I know she saw who it was. And she kind of like gave me an evil eye. And I was like, did she think I was some rando? I don't know. So I ended up texting her and saying, hey, just didn't want you to think some creep was like waving at you. Like that was me, whatever. She ended up texting me back about an hour and a half later. And she said, I think it's funny how you have time to go shopping, but you don't have time to do my lashes. Oh, man. And that was so hard for me. Again, this is my fault, though, because I should have had policies in place like of like respect my personal time. And I like had bent the rules so many times that that boundary was really really lost yeah well really guys if you get good enough at lashes you can 
pick and and you should be doing this anyway because you you're going to want a healthy environment around you anyway so you need to kind of pick through your your uh clients and pick the the strong ones you know because it's gonna help you for time management um that way you could you could set aside exactly enough time to do your lashes and five minutes in between or no time in between and people are showing up on time you know if you don't do that you're gonna have people showing up late right and that's another policy like you need to have a late policy you need to have a cancellation policy a no-show policy like all these different things I even have a makeup policy like if you come with makeup on your lashes I'll cleanse your lashes for you but it's coming out of the time that I have set aside for your appointment and that's all a known understanding so it's just basically like you have to really really like again it's not so much as like strict like you just can't fall off of it because if you fall off people start taking advantage of it well the old saying like you teach people how to treat you is very very applicable here so and again looking back on the whole target story i had bent the rules for this client so many times she had asked me like last minute hey i'm in the area do you mind if i stop by and get my lashes done i have pictures tomorrow and i would be like well, I'm not doing anything. I'm sitting at home. Yeah, like you can come by. Like that's ridiculous on my part. Like yeah. there's no way that that should have ever been a thing. So just have your policies. If you want to work after hours, that's fine. But add an hours after hours fee. Like, and again, make that very, very clear in your policies. Um. I want to end this one with the client is not always right. Like I know, or the customer is not always right. I know so many people kind of come back to that saying the customer is always right. The customer is always right. That's so not true. You're a human. You're allowed to have boundaries. You're allowed to be a person and have feelings or even, I don't even know. You should not have to have an excuse of why you can't do somebody's lashes. If someone's like, hey, can you do my lashes today? You have no obligation to say no because da-da-da. All you can say is, no, sorry, it's outside of business hours. Don't have time today, yeah. Exactly. You do not have to have a reason. Just be very, very clear, concise, and to the point. Um, Number four. Um... Not batch working. Yeah, not batch working. So, so, yeah, instead of doing one thing, uh, like one, if you have one big thing to do for the month, like me and Courtney have to do videos, right? And so instead of having five of them to do, you know, like throughout the week, we'll just set aside one day and bust out all five of those. Exactly. So... If you don't know what batch working is, it's basically like utilizing your time, like Brock explained. So just so you know that like planning your Instagram posts and creating content on Canva for like the entire week or month or however, like Brock said with the filming the videos. So just make sure that you're batch working because it makes posting content and everything so, so much easier Plus, if you 
plan ahead, then you're not stressed every single day deciding what you're going to post. Yeah. Um, number five. So We got to stay consistent. Exactly. So if you're not being consistent, uh, you're not holding yourself accountable. And as a business owner or a solo lash artist, it's really easy to say, oh, we don't have time for that. Or just be like, oh, I can do it tomorrow. And this is a fine line because I do believe in like doing your best and showing up. And if you didn't get something done, I don't think that, like, beating yourself up is productive either. So there's that fine line of, like, hold yourself accountable, but, like... Don't beat yourself up. Don't beat yourself up. Because for me specifically, I'm a mom, I'm a wife, I have to clean, I have to do clients, I have to run a business. So there are going to be some things that I do fall short on, and so if I held myself to absolute perfection every single day I would seriously fail more than I'd like to admit you know what I mean Uh so it's like one and I'll say too like this is something that I definitely struggle with like I I try and do something and I get sad if I don't see the progress right away like if I if I'm only seeing two or three percent progress a day to me that feels like nothing even I've always done work where it's like you do something and you get so much done that it's like 80 percent of it's done you know so in my head that's the way I've just been trained and so I'm trying real hard to learn how to only see three percent progress a day or whatever it is you know what i'm saying because of course you're going to see more progress some days especially once you put in the work but that's why you need to put in the work and just stay consistent well and i feel like you have a lot of natural talents so it's like you have really kind of thrived in those natural talents oh yeah it's easy for me to do the things i'm good at (laughs) (laughs) so then like where you're challenging yourself and so for real for people listening like getting out of your comfort zone is seriously where you're going to see a ton of growth. Yeah. But it's just like Brock was saying, you may only see like a two or 3% progress compared to like things that you're naturally good at. And so give yourself again, that credit. Don't like I was saying before, don't sit here and strive for perfection and then like beat yourself up if you don't attain that see your progress and acknowledge that. So if you're showing up, hell yeah, good for you. We're proud of you. Even if you're getting 1% improvement every day, you're still better than you were yesterday. Yep. Um, okay, so number six is utilizing other skills. I, in the beginning, was so, so worried about money. I built the website. I did the manuals on Microsoft Word. (laughs) (laughs) It's honestly kind of comical. I, I need to see if I have one of those original manuals. That's so funny. But you need to utilize other skills because... Number one, they're going to get it done faster and probably better than you ever could. Um, But you, in order to scale and grow your business, you do have to delegate. Yeah, you've got to delegate your workout because if you're stuck learning everything all the time, right? then you don't have time to 
make money for your company, you know? Exactly. So this was something that I heard. I don't even remember where, probably on a podcast or a book, let's be honest. But if you are busy working in your business, you're not going to have time to work on your business. So that means your business is just totally stagnant and not growing. Even though it feels like you're doing so much work, you're like busting your ass every single day. Which you are. Yeah, you are for sure. But like if you're not working on your business growth, you're not going to grow it. And so there is something important to that though. You do need to know a little bit about everything. Oh yeah, you'll get ripped off. Yeah, I mean, we hired an SEO company a few years ago and we were paying, we didn't even have a large budget. I think we were paying them like $500 a month. Yeah, but then later when we realized like what to do a little bit, we start going in and we're like, what did this person even do? Nothing. Nothing, you know, like they literally, one thing and then was, and then every month we were paying for, for that one thing. You know what I'm saying? No. Yeah. That they had done six months ago. <laughs> so they had like done one thing six months ago and we had been paying them $500 a month for them to literally do nothing. So. If well, you, we could have never known that we could have just been like, Oh, why isn't this working? You know, but we decided to try and learn a little bit about it. Right. And so you really, either you've got to learn it completely and just do it. Right. Or you've got to learn it a little bit and then delegate it. Yeah, and you have to be able to manage it. And that's being like a leader versus like working in your business versus working on your business. Right. So utilizing other skills is something that will take a lot off of your plate and make your business grow. Perfect. Um, What number are we on? Seven. So, Negative mindset. Yes. Having a negative mindset, I feel like this is one of the biggest hurdles, not even just in business. Yeah. Yeah. Like if you focus on hard things, your life is going to be hard things. Literally. I mean, it's like, what is that? The, what's that book? Um, the secret where they talk about, or the law of attraction. That's what it is. Mm. The law of attraction where they say, like, whatever you think about, yeah. you like, you're going to manifest it. Oh, so. it's so powerful. People don't realize how powerful that is. Like just saying something to yourself every day. I am a happy person. I am a happy person. Yeah. Like it just, it works. It really does. Whether you, whether you necessarily believe it, even if you're just saying it all the time, like your mind's going to learn it. Oh, 100%. Well, I mean, it's like if you think, oh, I'm so worried about money. I don't have enough money. I don't have enough money. You won't have enough. You're never, ever going to have enough money. And so I think there's like, it's not even necessarily lying to yourself, but you are attracting it. So if you're like, instead of saying, I don't have enough money and I'm stealing this from Jen Sincero in You're a Badass at Making Money. This is like a book that I've listened to probably 75 times. So if you have not read it, you need to read it, especially as a business owner. It really helps you with like your money mindset and like working through like your money blocks. Um, But she says... And if you have an empty bank account, right, instead of saying, I have no money, I have no money, you're going to sit here and say, my bank account is wide open and ready to receive. Yeah. Okay. So like, you're not necessarily lying to yourself, but you're, 
You're just changing the words. Yeah, you're, you're changing your mindset. You're, yeah. I'm ready to receive. I'm ready to receive, right? Like, isn't that so much more powerful than, than I have playing no money? Victim. Yeah. Because if you play the victim, you like we we said, you just will be the victim and you won't go anywhere. You'll just be stuck in this loop of, I'm the victim. Everybody is so mad at me. Everyone's better than me. Victimize yourself for being a victim. <laughs> like you'll, it, it, that's just what your life will be. Right. So it's like, and as, as I, I'm not talking down because we have probably not Brock. Brock is like the one of the happiest go luckiest <laughs> guys, but me myself, it really is easy to get into that mindset. You can, there are a million reasons. Oh, well, I do it when I get a the man cold. Like I get the man cold and then I start being like, oh, I need soup. <laughs> <laughs> and then people take care of me and it feels good. And I'm like, oh, this is nice while I'm sick, you know, but that's the only time I, I'm like, other than that, I'm good. Well, at least we, you're honest. <laughs> like we love that. The man cold. The man cold. But for real, I'm not saying that, like, again, don't go to that victim mentality and be like, oh, they're calling me out. I'm such a POS. No, that's not what we're doing. We're basically just telling you that you are more powerful and own your shiz. And again, you can have a bad day. Well, and if anything, I'm calling there. myself out. Like, maybe I am calling you out. <laughs> if you're being a victim, like, you, you don't, like, I'm, I'm calling myself out too. I feel like it's very important for us to realize when we realize our flaws because that's the only way we grow from them. Absolutely. So it's like, again, just be honest with yourself. Have your bad day. You can, you know, have your self-pity, but don't live there. You Wah. know? Wah. <laughs> I'm just kidding. You're hilarious. <laughs> so just don't live there um but again that powerful mindset um some things that I personally do to get to a more positive space is one meditate I just really really like I do a lot of guided meditations I'm not to the point of where I can just sit in silence my thoughts will take over um, so that is somewhere where I want to get, but I'm not quite there. The things I do to get into a positive mind state is, uh, just be positive. <laughs> just be positive yeah, all the time. Just tell myself I'm positive. Well, what do you do if you ever have any like negative thoughts come into your head? Oh, I just forget about them. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. That's not healthy neither. I think about them for a while and then... Yeah, talk just to you about them. Yeah, yeah. We talk about them. Yeah, we do. We're really good at that. And like, I I'll be having a rough day, and I'm not very good at like letting go of things. So sometimes I'll be like, "Hey, sorry, I had a rougher day. This is why, and this is what I'm gonna do to work on it." Well, and see, and this that's why you're gonna grow is because you're saying that right now. You're like, "This is something I'm not good at." Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, so yeah, it's all I'm, good. I'm acknowledging it and doing all those things. Um, one other thing that really, really helps me with my mindset is a gratitude journal. Writing down things that you're grateful for or even just saying out loud, I'm grateful for this or this or this. And I did say this on the last podcast, but if you did not hear it, it is a gem. 
Um, it really, really resonated with me. So it's like, if you only woke up with the things that you expressed gratitude for yesterday, what would you have today? And that really, really sat with me because it is very, very easy, especially when it comes to business, to focus on what you do not have. Yeah. Right? Something I also do uh, to stay positive is I'll make sure I'm always doing something that is fulfilling to me. So whether it's stuff, I, I, I definitely think it should be your job as well because you should, you're doing that every single day. But if it isn't your job, make sure you're doing things outside of your job that fulfill you. Like my kids, you know, my family. Right. It's like, and it's going to be different for every individual, but like fill your cup. And that actually is a very good segue into our next business like mistake that we've made. Yeah. Take care of your body and yourself. Yeah. Um, if you're not taking care of yourself then you're going to burn out real quick. Yeah. Um, you'll end up being happy or unhappy with a bunch of money. Right. And so basically the most important thing I think here is to know your limits. And this bounces back to boundaries, right? Like if you are 100% of the time like working on your business, you're not going to have any time for yourself or the people you love and like Brock said, the fulfillment that you really need in your life. Um so and this is so me. I like I got to the point where I was so focused on building the business that like my health wasn't great. I was exhausted. I was eating well, we really miss bad her all the time. Yeah. Like it affects everything in your life. It really does. If you're not if you're not taking care of yourself, then it really does affect every aspect of your life. 100%. And then at the end of the day, the thing that you're working so hard for is going to end up like losing momentum because it's not going to have the best of you. Yeah, so, you're not going to be fulfilled in the rest of your life, so you just won't, it won't feel right, you know? Yeah, you're going to feel, yeah. You, at the end of the day, it's just not the most important thing. Yes. And so you need to make sure you're taken care of. That's the most important. Even above, like, at some points, your family, your business, because, again, you can't pour from an empty cup. Mm-mm. So you have to make sure that you are finding fulfillment and taking care of yourself, whether that is, and self-care I know has like in the last couple of years kind of become like a glamorous thing, but it's really, really not. It's not like you have to make sure that you are fueling your body with I healthy foods. I love taking foods. care of myself. Like I think that's part of the reason I'm so happy is because I really, really enjoy my own company. I like being just by myself. I, I, I love the way I cope. And, and that's another thing is learn healthy coping mechanisms because learning to go through the chaos and be healthy through the chaos is going to be important because there's going to be times in your business where things like, it feels like you're not going to be able to make it, but you will make it as long as you have that mindset that I will make it. Right. And again, these all kind of tie together, like the positive mindset, like set yourself up for success as far as your mindset goes. Start there and your self-care that will fall in line, like all these different things, like 
these are all really good things for your business. Yeah. You're you're worth all the time too, just like your business. Exactly. What a good little gem you threw in there, babe. <laughs> um, okay. Um, number nine. So make your life easier. This is a really, really quick one. Um, but just if you know like an adhesive, for example, we offer an adhesive subscription. It comes to your front door every single month without you thinking about it, you know you have to replace your adhesive every four to six weeks. So this is something that makes your life easier. It doesn't even have to be lash related. Yeah, like getting our groceries delivered right to our front door. Oh my gosh, okay. This is <laughs> the best thing. We just had a baby, so. Yeah, <laughs> this is the best thing of our lives right now. It's sick season. We don't really want to go out of our house. We're having a hard time staying on top of our laundry. Oh my hell. <laughs> I literally was like, okay, is there like a cleaning company that can come in? Because we do. This is going to sound bougie, but for real, like we do have a cleaner that comes in every other week because it's the, this kind of comes back to make your life easier. Um, I If I have two to three hours of free time, I don't want to spend it cleaning my house. So it's just like, I just really, really want to spend the time with my kids. I want to spend the time going out and doing something. I want to go on a date. You know what I mean? So I do have a cleaner come, but they don't do laundry. And I was like, hmm, I hate laundry. Yeah. <laughs> do- well, and this is also why that the whole client thing, um, setting up your boundaries is important too, because that's going to be, your time management is going to be on top of, that's going to make your life so much easier if you, have your boundaries. Yeah. Totally. 100%. So make your life easier. You know that you need laundry detergent. How often do you need laundry detergent? Subscribe for dog food. Like there are so many different things and a lot of times it will save you money. Like we get dog food through chewy.com. It comes to our front door every, I think five weeks. Anyways, it, it saves us money because we have a subscription. If you know there's something that you use often, just... Well, it's easy to forget. So it's like, yeah. we'll almost be out of dog food and I'll be like, oh, shoot. And then it'll be at the door. You know what I'm saying? So right. it's perfect. To It just makes life easier. Totally. So make your life easier um, in so many ways. And think about things within your life. Like, what are you not needed for? Okay? So it's like... Do you have to cook a meal? Do you have to grocery shop? No, you don't technically, right? Like you could have a meal prep service if you are like having a hard time with like your family's meals and your meals because you're on a different eating plan, get a meal subscription, you know? So that way you You give yourself the time to work on your business or whatever. Or spend the time with your family, whatever your boundary is. Like, what do you need to be there for? Like, walking the dog. Do you necessarily have to walk the dog? No, you could probably pay your older kid or maybe just make them do it. Or you could pay someone, if you don't have children or a spouse, you could pay someone, what, $10 a day to come walk the dog? Like, a neighborhood kid. Like, that would 
rock their freaking world. Or like getting in shape. You want to get in shape. You just pay somebody to get in shape for you. <laughs> no, that is something you're needed for, oh, right? You need to do that. <laughs> as, no, I'm just kidding. You can't do that, I guess. As much as I wish we could do that, but <laughs> you are needed for that. Um, okay, perfect. And the very last one. Make a plan. So this is something, again, when you're working in your business, it is very, very easy to get caught up in the day-to-day workings of your business. Yeah, so you got to make you got to make goals like you got to set goals all the time. And then you also have to hold yourself accountable. But you've got to you've got to set a big goal. And then you got to set a bunch of small goals that get you to that big goal. And then you got to bust them out every day. So the way, the way that I like to do this is I like to like work it out on paper and I can actually, I have like a little downloadable for this. I would say it's one of the best ways to do it. Like make sure you're, there's some way that you're checking it off, like some way that you're, you're seeing your progress. You know what I'm saying? You're looking at it. Okay. Create a video check, you know, just make sure that you're marking it off somehow. So your mind knows. Well, and there is like some psychology behind actually writing your goals down. So it's like literally this is all attach it into like the show notes where you guys can download it. But I like to do yearly goals, monthly goals, and then like your daily to do's. Okay. So that way you can work towards those bigger goals. So let's say a website is a big goal, right? So you're like, how do I, or let's say, okay, sorry, backtrack. Let's say I want to make a hundred grand by the end of the year, right? Like six figures. That's a really good goal. Let's just say that's your goal. Well, maybe you don't have a website for your business. So that would be like a monthly goal that would help you get to your hundred grand by the end of the year. Uh And then building a how do you build your website so those websites those like the little tiny things for the websites would be your daily goals so okay i need to take pictures of individual lash sets so that way logo for the website yeah the logo gotta create a space like uh, how's it gonna flow yeah exactly so those are gonna be different daily goals that you can check off to get your website done by the end of the month which will help you towards your 100 grand year boom There you go. So anyways, that is our 10 mistakes that we have made in business and how you guys can avoid them. So I really hope that you found one gem, if not multiple gems that you can apply to your business today to help your business grow. Yeah. And uh, if you want to follow us, my Instagram is m.er.essential. And then we have several different ones for the business. So our podcast one is Lashes Love and Life Podcast. And then the business is Lash Essential. And then my personal business one is Lash Essential Courtney. So we are here. We would love to get to know you. Um, Reach out to us. Well, and even just go follow us because we've got amazing content just on our platforms as well. So yeah. We're here for you guys, and we're excited to just keep growing with you. Yeah, thank you guys.